Hello, and welcome to each and every one of you. If you've listened before, then you know I spend a great deal of my personal time and money to bring you this podcast as your truth advocate. If you've been blessed or encouraged by my work, I ask you to join me in my efforts. It's my deepest heart's desire that you are equipped, encouraged, and fortified in your faith to the point of actually demonstrating your faith and putting into action what you learn from me. I also want to continue to do this work for God's kingdom, but I can't without your help. While I bring you affiliate sponsors and encourage you to purchase the goods and services you need and want from them, very few of you actually have. I ask you to please reconsider. I seek to bring you reputable companies offering goods and services, many things that you need and some things that you want. Why shop elsewhere for the same basic products or services that only support the woke businesses? When it comes to your needs and wants for your home, health, finances, and books, please shop with me first. Shop for yourself and for gifts you want to give others. I provide brief mentions and direct links to all my sponsors at the end of my podcasts, so please make a point of checking them out and purchasing what appeals to you. Also, don't forget to share this podcast with others so more people can know the truth that has been intentionally censored from us. Over the three years of being among those researching and reporting truth, I am so grateful more and more people are waking up to truth, realizing that we've actually been programmed through corrupt government, media, businesses, medical communities, and more. I am not saying that all people in these fields are corrupt, but those at the top who pull the purse strings, including coercion, bribery, blackmail, and extortion, clearly are. If you don't know, I'm Pam Christian, your researcher, writer, producer, and host for this weekly program where I explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This week, as I had hoped, I do have Eric Burton as my guest, where we will explore the significance of the new year, which on the Hebrew calendar begins September 15th, 2023, which is right around the corner. Eric will help us understand what God is conveying to his people for this upcoming year, which is part of the decade of the 80s on the Hebrew calendar, a decade where God expects us to use our mouths to decree and declare his kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. More about that in just a bit. But because also right around the corner is the World Health Organization's September 20th meeting that I've explored in depth with my guest James Roguski for the past three weeks, I want to make sure you are informed. We must, each and every one of us, take action and go on notice with the World Health Organization that we don't provide any consent for their plans to oversee our health care. If you didn't hear the past three weeks' podcasts, I encourage you to do so. I also strongly encourage you to follow me on social media because I provide updates on many major topics that we can and must take action on, including this very urgent matter of notifying our elected officials and the unelected bureaucrats at the World Health Organization concerning our demands to keep our own health care rights. Specific to the World Health Organization's upcoming meeting in brief, the World Health Organization and the United Nations have joined efforts to gain complete control over the masses through their tyrannical governmental and medical oversight efforts. Our own United States Congress sold our nation out in 1948, giving authority that was not theirs to give to unelected people who essentially represent us to the World Health Organization. We, the people, have been completely unaware of the extent of this effort by our own government, and with the advent of COVID-19 in 2020, we have quickly been learning. 
It is not too late to take our rights back, but as James Rogusky explained, the World Health Organization considers silence or lack of objection to be consent. It is therefore imperative that everyone listening to this makes a point of downloading the documents provided for you in the show notes, sign and send them to your U.S. representatives and senators right away. It could not be any easier for you. Just download, sign, and send, and then get everyone you know to do the same thing. This week, I have new articles for you to read about the World Health Organization's overall plan in cooperation with the United Nations. I also have information of how the proposed treaty is intended to increase man-made pandemics for the purpose of controlling the world. In addition, I have a new document James Rogusky created you can download and make your public declaration to the World Health Organization. Be sure to post far and wide this week and encourage others to do the same since the deadline is right around the corner. I've provided a link to a video so you can learn what you can and must do before their meeting on September 20th, 2023. And please understand, as James explains, this is not a petition. This is not a declaration for you to sign. James is not trying to collect signatures and data from people who believe that all they need to do to change the world is click a button or show up and vote. That's part of the programming they've had us believe for decades while they continue to plan their evil schemes. No, hopefully by now everyone understands we must get personally involved in world affairs. And as Christians, we must take a stand for truth and righteousness. In addition to posting James' sample letter, you can record your own video in which you speak your mind and send it to the WHO using social media and also alerting others to do the same. Remember, your silence is your consent. If you want to stand up and work together to push back against this obvious evil agenda, then simply do what is well within your ability to do. I've also included the same letters provided with the last week's podcast for you to download and send to your public servants, whatever nation you live in. This is a world issue that impacts every person on the planet. For those listening, living in the United States, you'll find a PDF of all the members of Congress and how you can contact them. Now, let me share the first half of my interview with Eric Burton. Eric is the president of Groundbreaker International. He has dedicated his efforts to the profound study of Hebrew, driven by a sincere passion to uncover the essence of spirituality Hebrew holds. Recognized for his enlightening Hebraic teachings on YouTube and his extensive global ministry, Eric is recognized as a knowledgeable guide in the realm of Hebrew wisdom. Eric lives in Indiana with his wife and two children. He has a passion to see God's kingdom purposes fulfilled throughout the earth and is connected to ministers from all over the globe. And I can proudly say, as of now, that includes me. Eric has a new book to be released later this month titled Mysteries of the Hebraic Alphabet. It's sold on his website, which you'll find in the show notes. So here's the first part of my interview with Eric Burton. Eric Burton, I am so delighted to have you on the program today. You know, I learned about you by just surfing the internet, and I found you teaching about the Hebrew calendar, and I was fascinated with what you know and how well you can help explain it so that people like me who have very little exposure to the Hebrew anything <laughs> can grasp it. 
And I was taken by the fact that we are in the decade of the 80s. If I'm not mistaken, the Hebrew calendar counts the years from creation. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Okay. So right now we're in the year 5783 and we entered the decade of the 80s, 5780 in our year 2020, which is highly significant. Can we start there to have my audience understand where we are on God's timeline? Absolutely. So the decade of the 80s, which started in 2020 on the Gregorian calendar, um, we need to look at every Hebrew letter has a correlation with numbers as well, both numerically and ordinally. And the letter for 80 is actually the letter pay. And the original shape of the pay is a mouth. It's a picture of a mouth, and it has everything to do with speaking things out, speaking things that are not as though they are, speaking things into existence. We have the power of life and death held in the tongue, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. So we started 2020 in the decade of the mouth. Decrees, declarations, we have the power to speak. But what's interesting about that, obviously, in 2020, everyone that's listening to this podcast lived through that time period, and we all know what happened. There was a pandemic that was released, and what did everyone tell us to do? They told us to shut our mouths. They told us to wear masks. They told us not to gather, and as far as the church goes, they said, whatever you do, if you do gather in small numbers, don't sing. Exactly. <laughs> of all things, Pamela, they said, don't sing. Um, but it's th the interesting thing about all of that was it's the time period of releasing out of your mouth. So God says it's time to open your mouth and release praises, release warfare, praise and worship. It's time for warring with our mouths. There's a grace on our mouths. And yet, the spirit of the age says, shut your mouth. Right. Now, this is really fascinating because as I've been sharing with my audience, and I started my podcast in July 2020, so right when things were getting really heated, I could see clearly that it was an evil versus good battle. We are in a spiritual battle of good versus evil, God versus Satan. Mm -hmm. Of course, we know Satan's already a defeated foe, yeah. but until the final days of God's plan, we're still having to deal with him. But what I see is God is raising up his church, actually waking up the church and restoring it to become the ecclesia he always meant it to be, so that we are using our mouths with our decrees and declarations to take authority over the enemy. Am I wrong on that? No, you're absolutely right. Back in the 70s and 80s, there was a movement, uh, the Word of Faith movement, and that really started the understanding of going back to using our mouths to declare and decree things. Now, some people throw down on the word of faith movement. I do understand that some people got off on the wrong foot and they started just, you know, naming things, say that there's a Ferrari in your driveway and it's going to appear there, you know, silly things like that. It still, though, has to line up with the word of God and with the will of God for your life. And so we aren't just speaking things. God's been teaching us what he wants us to speak, what he wants us to say, what he wants us to, to decree and to declare. And it has nothing to do with selfish ambition and desires. It's all about kingdom. Yes. God has been teaching our mouths during this time period what to say and what his will and desire is so that we can fight in these last days 
through the Holy Spirit of God. Okay. Now you did use the term last days. I want to see if we're on the same page on this. I don't see the time we're in being the tribulation. I see it being a foreshadow of the tribulation. Your thoughts? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Biblically correct. You are correct. Okay. So we're in the decade of the 80s, which began in our year 2020. Let's quickly run through 5781, 5782, 5783. And now we're coming up on Rosh Hashanah, which will bring us into 5784. Can you do that for me? <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> uh, 5780, of course, was was the mouth. 5781 was the mouth combined with the Aleph, which is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. The Aleph is all about strength and power. It begins many of the names of God, El Shaddai, Elohim, El that word right there, Aleph Lamed, actually means power or unto. And so that combined with the pay showed us that it was a year of power in our mouths. Mm. God was showing us that, see, in 5780, it was God opening our mouths, revealing our mouths to us that we have power in our mouths. But then 5781, he was showing us that there is a power on the inside of our mouths. Now, I could get into a lot of things there. I know we're condensed on time here. Uh, 5782 was the letter bait and bait is a picture of a house and it means habitation or dwelling place is actually the word bait spelled out bait is the word for house or dwelling place. The original pictograph of the bait was a tent and it had the connotation of in. So in the house, God, during that time, we were moving from just our mouths being opened understanding that we have power in our mouths all the way until the time where God is wanting us to speak habitation forth, speak the habitation of God. We understand that there's a power to break things open in the supernatural with our mouths through the power of the Holy Spirit to set up a habitation of God in our atmosphere on the earth. And then 5783 is where we're at right now. 5783, three is the letter Gimel. Now, Gamel is a little bit interesting because th there's so much to it that correlates to the year that we're coming into, 5784. Gamel uh, has a lot to do with uh, the rich man running after the poor man. And I'll get into that in just a second. But the we deemed 5783 the year, the remnant. And the reason, one of the main reasons we did that was because the first person you think of in the Bible, whenever I say remnant, is probably going to be Gideon. And Gideon, his name actually begins with three and four, the Gamel and the Dalit, which is where we're coming into the year of the Dalit. So his first two letters are Gamel Dalit, Gidon, and he means his name is to cut down a hewer. And so obviously he raised up or, or had come up under him a remnant of people that fought the Midianites and defeated them with just 300 warriors, the Bible says. And so this has been a year that God has taken small remnants of people. Not everybody is a remnant person. It's people who are completely submitted to God, not afraid, because that was the first test of the remnant. Remember, who in here is afraid and 10,000 people left, <laughs> you know? And mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. uh, the second test of the remnant was who is aware? 
who is aware? And so the Lord showed me for this year, it's been a year of the remnant who is not afraid to fight and who is aware of the presence of God and what God is trying to do, keeping our awareness of God during this time. And we saw that. We saw the remnant rise up this year. Uh, speaking about the revival going on in Kentucky, Asbury University was a great example of a small group of people after a chapel service, getting together and just hungry for God, wanting to hear his voice, praying. All, this, all of a sudden, that turns into 20, 30, 40, 50, hundreds, then thousands, then tens of thousands of people coming in to a little bitty town in Kentucky. And so we saw that God took a small group of people and caught them on fire to create a hunger that would go through the masses. And so this has definitely been a year in which the remnant has been rising up. And so now we're coming in to 5784, and 4 is the Dalit. Remember I said that the 3 and the 4 go closely in connection. Mm -hmm. The 3, the Gamel, is a picture of a rich man, and he's running. Where is he running? He's running to the next letter. His foot points to the next letter, which is the letter Dalit. And Dalit is... Uh, that that word spelled out in Hebrew, Dalet, means impoverished or poor. Now, you might think that sounds really weird. Why in God's language would he have a poor person in there or have that word spelled out? Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't mean poor necessarily as in, wow, I'm broke. I don't have any more money. Uh, you know, I have a poor mindset. It has nothing to do with that. It's poor in spirit. All right, so the Gamel, the rich one, the righteous man, is running after the Dalit, and he's chasing after him to give him tzaddik, or charity. And he's not just giving him things. It's not just that he's giving him money to get by. He's actually training him up, teaching the Dalit how to be self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. And so th this year, in this next year, one connotation of that, God has been teaching us. He's been bringing forth blessings for those who are listening and humble and judgment for those who are upright and proud. And he has been training us up to be self-sufficient so that we are true warriors for the kingdom of God, ready to fight. Now, the Dalit also... Uh, means a door because the original pictograph was that of the tent of meeting, the tent of habitation. In other words, the, remember I said the letter bait, the number two, was a picture of a tent, uh -huh. and house or habitation. So the Dalit is the door to the tent of habitation. So this year is the year of the door coming up. And it's, man, if you get a chance, please do check out our YouTube channel because we've already got five videos up at the time of this recording, I believe we've got five right now just talking about 5784 and what's about to happen. So there's much more to come on this letter Dalit, the door. God is opening doors, but God is also closing doors on things that need to be closed right now. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets all excited when they hear things like, oh, God's about to open doors. God's about to open doors. Yes, but it requires humility. It requires us to be Dalit in an impoverished position, in a place that we are completely dependent on the Gimel, the righteous one, Jesus Christ, Yeshua. 
whenever he comes onto the scene, he doesn't just give, he gives so we can be self-sustaining. So we can come up to other levels so that we can be the ones that end up giving out as well. No longer are we just receiving. We've come to a place that we can give, that we can walk through the door this year of giving and sowing into the things of God, into the kingdom. So I really feel, or I should say I sense, because I really am talking about something that I'm discerning, that God is training his people, those who are paying attention, to be focused on him, to not be fearful, to be willing to fight, to be bold and courageous, and at the same time, to be humble and discerning and have the poor in spirit attitude, the meek attitude, so that God can work through us in the best possible way. Absolutely. And really what God's trying to do, I believe right now overall, is he's trying to wake the church up as a whole and get us to a position where we are back to the patterns of the New Testament church. The way that the church was birthed and designed is completely different, let's just be honest, than what it looks like right now Mm -hmm. and what it has looked like over the last several decades. We've gotten very far away from the New Testament church, the book of Acts, the power of the Holy Spirit moving both corporately and individually. Right now is absolutely a time period where we should be focused on God on a 24-7 basis. Absolutely 24-7 basis because everything we say and do should reflect Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Everything that we do in ministry should reflect the attitude of Jesus and the spirit of Jesus. And so, unfortunately, we've gotten very far away from that. A lot of what we do is fluff and filler. Mm -hmm. It's programs. And it honestly, it's a lot of distractions. There are a lot of distractions in the church world now, things that don't really matter that we think do. And if we can get outside of those things and look at the New Testament, the way that the church looked in the New Testament model, it was it was a gathering place. Of course, we are the church individually, but I'm talking corporately as well. When we come together, it's not just fluff and filler. It's a time to corporately worship God, to bring him honor and glory. It's a time to go deeper into the word of God. It's a time that um, that the fivefold ministry can operate, train up and teach and help the fullness of the church. So fivefold ministry lining up, powerful praise and worship that brings forth breakthroughs in the atmosphere. People will be drawn to that. On the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, we see when the Holy Spirit came, the church caused commotion in the city. People didn't just forget about them and say, well, you know, we hear all this this little church over here. They're just doing their own thing, and we're going to stand back and just let them do whatever they want. We don't really care. You know, they don't bother anybody. No, the church in the book of Acts offended people. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. offended people. It, it was not a pretty Christianity like we have now. People died. People got beaten over the gospel of Jesus Christ. I hate to tell everyone out there, but persecution brings forth revival. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean actual persecution, not just, wow, these people hurt my feelings because they said that, 
you know, Christianity is dumb or whatever. Not that I'm, I'm talking about real persecution, people being thrown in prison, tortured, beaten, killed, all these type of things that are actually going on in places like China right now mm -hmm. and in Africa and certain places that Christians are being truly persecuted, but the church is flourishing. Now, is that something everyone wants to hear? No, no one wants that in their flesh to happen. But the fact of the matter is, when you start going back toward a biblical model of what church actually is, where the gospel becomes offensive, where the Holy Spirit's allowed to move and reign within his people, it's going to offend the religious bunch, not just the world, but it will offend the religious. So, as you've heard, since 5780, which occurred in 2020 on our calendar, we entered the decade of the 80s, which is pay or the mouth. The very fact that tyrannical leaders worked to cover and control our mouths including the mandate not to sing if we did gather in church, is evidence of the enemy's awareness of the power we have with our mouths. As the Bible says, the power of life and death is in the tongue. And when we gather and sing or pray in unity, the power of our words is exponential, and the enemy knows this. So let's agree right now that no matter what the evil leaders try, we will not comply. That was actually the point of my message when I spoke for the Reawaken America tour in January this year. We must not back down from our rights and freedoms God intends for all people around the world. Consistent with Romans 4.17, let's declare things that are not as though they are. I've included a link for you to learn more about this in the show notes. President Donald Trump also recently posted a video warning us about the evil efforts of the proponents of the One World Government. Here's a highlight from his video. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates, and we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. We have ample evidence about the destructive mandates the self-appointed elite want to impose upon us. To equip you and to help you equip others, please download the one sheet I have created.
titled Evidence of the Harm of Wearing Face Masks. It includes many links from a variety of sources to support our non-compliance. Now, consistent with all of this, through Julie Green, God very recently instructed his people to speak and declare and decree and use the power of our mouths that he has given us. I have a link to the full prophecy in the show notes, but God said in part, and I loosely quote, Stay alert and pray. Be watchmen. Heed all the warnings I have given about your enemies. Use your spiritual ears to hear my instruction, to hear my word and be obedient. Get rid of fear and dread for what's about to happen now. Continually shut the door to your adversary. Trust in my love, my forgiveness, my compassion, my protection, my provision. Know that I am the way maker and the one who says vengeance is mine. I will avenge and destroy everything your enemies are doing against you. I am telling you, my children, once you know the power of my name, the power of my blood, once you know that I live in you and you speak my truths, the efforts of the enemy will cease. Stay alert. Watch your words. Speak my words because I am faithful to perform them. Stand your ground and stand guard at all times. Don't let your shields of faith down. Lift them up. They will quench every fiery dart or missile or anything your enemy throws at you. Listen to my words. Get into my words. Stay clear of your enemy by staying focused on me, by being in my word, by having your spiritual ears open to hear me. When I tell you to go, go. When I tell you to stay, stay. When I tell you to speak my words, speak my words. When I tell you to stand and fight, stand and fight. Don't run away. My children, this day, change what you see, how you see it. Yes, that's possible. Renew your mind with my word, and you will have my perception of every situation. My angels are alert and ready to perform my word. You have an army with you that is greater than the army against you. Rely on that army. Call on it. Call on your angels, guardian angels, ministering angels, and warring angels. They are all waiting for my word from your mouth. They are waiting for my instruction from your mouth, and they will obey. This is a new way, a new day, my children. Say, all is well. I am free. I have overcome. Speak these words. I am a fighter, and I win. Speak your victory. Speak these things. Put my words in your mouth and speak my words and watch what you see before you in your own lives and nations. Change will occur quickly. I do things speedily, even when you don't understand and it doesn't look like it. Remember, I know the end from the beginning, and your enemies have overplayed their hand. Pride comes before a fall, and a great fall it shall be. So stand with me, stand with me, and receive this great and mighty victory, saith the Lord. End quote. The intensity and admonition of God as he speaks through his prophets is keener than I've ever heard. This is clearly a time we must hear and act in obedience to what God says if we want to experience the victory Christ died to give us. Please make a point of looking through the show notes. I have many other links to trusted articles about the health risks associated with mask mandates, lockdowns, and more. Get this information and keep it handy so you can help others know the truth. As mentioned, I have created a one-sheet for you that you can hand out or copy onto your phone to use. 
It's called Evidence of the Harm of Wearing Face Masks. Okay, this concludes today's podcast with Part 1 of my interview with Eric Burton. Part 2 will be available next week, along with more compelling information about the strategies of the enemy in this battle between good and evil, and what God expects of us in these present days. If you like what you hear from me with this podcast, I highly recommend my book series, my award-winning blog, connecting with me on social media where I cover many more topics than I can with this weekly podcast, and consider signing up for my certificate course in apologetics. My aim with that course is to help people learn how to not only use apologetics to share truth with others, but help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics in their respective ministries so more Christians are confident about sharing their faith. Learn more about my online apologetics course using the link in the show notes. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. Again, my email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope. Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs, and the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End-Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word TRUTH at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now, they're not tax-deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax-deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting money-saving America first goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now all while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising 
so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's ZStack supplements. You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated because we don't want to support the deep state. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. All affiliate partners' information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more, and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase. But to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media. I can actually cover more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.